Fall is here again. The weather's finally cooler. The NFL season has officially kicked off. And we're out with our latest edition of Luma's Market Report, where we cover all the activity in ad tech, martech, and digital content in the third quarter of 2021. I'm Connor McKenna, director at Luma, and I'll be covering some of my key observations on the third quarter. Today, we'll be focusing on uh, valuation stabilization in the ad tech and martech sectors, as well as CTV trends that are impacting ad tech, martech, and digital content. As always, you can download our full report by clicking the link in the bio or by visiting our website at lumapartners.com. Let's get into it. This quarter marks about a year since we started the recovery after the initial shocks of COVID. Uh, and we're starting to see the first quarter real stabilization after the frenzy of activity that's taken place earlier in this year. Public markets and M&A both remain active, uh, but some of the fervor and FOMO has dissipated. SPACs have largely gone away and companies are really being evaluated on their own capabilities and financial performance versus riding broader sector interest. Uh, for both ad tech and martech, public markets were a bit mixed this quarter with some companies trading up, but largely uh, they traded down. Now we actually view this, at least broadly speaking, as uh, healthy and expected regression of valuations as the 20 times uh, revenue valuations that were attributed to both these markets really didn't feel long-term sustainable across the board. Instead, we're seeing both ad tech and martech trade back down towards median valuations of around 10 times 2021 revenue, which is much more consistent with historical views of high growth technology businesses. This is particularly important for the ad tech sector, which has proven through another round of earnings that it has the growth, predictability, and operating leverage to be valued alongside pure SaaS businesses, something we discussed in more detail last quarter. Adding credibility to this business model reassessment and the sustainability of the valuations is the interest from private equity into the ad tech space. After sitting on the sidelines for many years, ad tech, uh, private equity has been very active in ad tech, doing 10 acquisitions in the last year and four in just the last quarter. This is making private equity now the top buyer category of this sector, a mantle they've long held in MarTech. Similar to public investors, private equity investors are coming to the ad tech sector, both for the financial performance and maturity of these businesses, as well as the fundamental ecosystem shifts that are creating long-term growth opportunities in ad tech. And while there are many trends underlying some of this growth, whether it's identity, performance, e-commerce, the one that seems to capture the most attention and is impacting ad tech, martech, and digital content is CTV. In ad tech, a cogent CTV narrative has effectively become a necessity for any business touching omnichannel advertising. Just look at the latest earnings transcripts and you can see nearly every ad tech executive, whether they operate a DSP, an SSP, a data platform, or something in between, touting their CTV growth. But it's no surprise. At $13 billion market today, growing 30% annually, CTV is attractive in any light. Add to the fact that the duopoly dominance of digital advertising is not present in the CTV market, and you can clearly see why all these independent ad tech players are jockeying for position in this space. And M&A has played a crucial role in this development as companies look to garner both capabilities and scale in CTV in order to differentiate themselves from the pack. Q3 was no exception as both Magnite and IAS made crucial deals in the sector. 
and we expect this trend to continue as many companies continue to seek the necessary capabilities and scale to, to separate themselves, but importantly, uh, catch up to the narrative they're telling the street. MarTech's a bit of a different story. Given the breadth of the sector, CTV is not a requirement. But for those who do touch CTV in MarTech, Q3 was pivotal. In the last two months, you had Nielsen lose their MRC accreditation and NBC launch a broad-based RFP demanding measurement independence. Combined, these two developments create a massive opportunity for anyone in MarTech looking to define the future of TV measurement, uh, attribution, and analytics. While the results will play out over the next few months to quarters, we expect there to be significant investment and M&A activity in the interim as many parties look to make their bets for the future. But one such party is TransUnion's recent acquisition of Newstar for $3 billion, going all in on data and identity. This follows their very successful CTV acquisition of TrueOptic just last year. Finally, there's content, which has been the backbone of CTV and driven a lot of the consumer adoption. While there's a lot of areas to touch on in CTV content, the area we're most focused on heading into Q4 is sports, as there are a few key trends underlying this sector. The first is sports rights and the potential shift of sports rights from broadcast and cable players to digital giants. This is best highlighted with Amazon being the front runner for the lucrative NFL Sunday ticket programming rights. This could be a huge blow to traditional TV as the NFL has been a major driver of keeping up live linear audiences, representing over 70% of the top 100 broadcasts throughout 2020. The other key trend is a wave of legislation legalizing sports betting in many states across the country. While naturally this will create a significant amount of new gambling revenue, it will also create a significant opportunity in digital content as consumers are finding new ways to both tune in and importantly interact with their sports coverage. Given the NFL season has just kicked off, we expect Q4 to be a glimpse into the future to see how this dynamic sector will unfold. That's it for us. As always, remember you can download the full Luma Market Report by clicking the link in the bio or by going to our website at lumapartners.com. I hope to see you again next quarter. We'll be unpacking what should be a very active Q4.